tonight, before the hurricane, you could join Collective Soul. They'll be at the Capitol Theater with this gentleman right here. This is Ed Roland. How are you doing, buddy? Good morning. Come on in. Look, everybody, I love it, though. Everybody's got their own film crew with them now. That's so you got to do your own thing now. You have to. Your glasses are fantastic. Thank you. They're very necessary also. You can, uh, <laughs> Not you, just fashionable. You could pull those off. If I were to wear those, people would. You look like a minion. <laughs> They're like perfectly round. Wearing black. Uh, the dark side of minions. <laughs> How are you doing, my man? Waking up, brother. Doing good, though. Uh, happy for Collective Soul that you guys are still making music and still going out on tour. We were uh, all fans of the band. Well, still you. listen to the music. Yeah, but you know what? Don't you think that you were caught up in the worst it's time for music. It was that crossover between hair bands are going away, uh, Pearl Jam was grunging it up, and then we decided to let ladies make music too. Gerald uh, <laughs> Crows and Joan Osborne. So everything kind of got all squished together. Like Top 40 didn't even know what they were playing. You know what? We never thought about it. Yeah. Because we just played music, and that's one of those things where people used to go, You're gr-. I'm like, No, we're not grunge. We're, we're a rock and roll band. If you want to put something before and after that, knock yourself out. But as far as we're concerned, it's a rock and roll band. And uh, you started out in Georgia, right? Correct. Still there. And uh, how do you guys meet? Who is, uh, were you all well, friends or did you, who well, started the band? My brother's in the band. I started right. it. So all these cats are 10 years younger than me. And uh, at the very end, I had a band going in Atlanta and all those guys, they quit. You know, I always say it was fourth down, you either punt or go for it. And they punted and I kept going. I didn't know what else to do. Oh, they quit. Do you ever call them up and go, ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you still friends with them? Actually, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, they call me and just go, hey, man, what's up? Yeah. Nobody's quit. No. So, there's, there's no room. Sucker, go back so to I literally called my brother and, um, and I said, dude, you got any buddies that want to play in a band? And he's like, yeah. I, just, I said, nothing serious. I just want to go out. And I made a batch of demos in a basement and on and in that was Shine. And um, that song just took off on its own before yeah. we even had a band. So um, got them together and rest is history we all grew up in the same town also like. so you all kind of you're all familiar with each other very much and i think uh, that's helped sustain the band to yeah. agree just because you knew you know it's hard not to hate each other especially how do you it's and your, your brother, brother not hate? well I hate, yeah i hate him i mean look at the black crows <laughs> black crows uh i mean that relationship with those brothers ruined the great band because they just hate each other oasis right. yeah, yeah. I, I think the age difference between dean and i helped a lot once again being 10 years apart, I think he always kind of gave me the leeway, and it is my band. Yeah, you're right, tell right. You that, but he kind of gave me the leeway just to be the leader, and, and it, it took time for everybody to, to get that. And I'm, it's, I'll, I'll ask their opinions, and you know, if, if everybody strongly disagrees... Then you uh, know you might have something Yeah, it's something to, to, to fight about, but very rarely happens. You know, we're, like I said, we grow with each other. We know, I always said we know when to... You know, give each other a hug when we know when to smack somebody in the face. Too. Right, right. It kind of helps. I met you guys, um, I want to say it had to be 1998 or mm-hmm. 99. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I, I remember what I was wearing that day. I was in jean shorts oh, and yeah. a t shirt. Yeah. And it, and uh, the entire band, I remember thinking that uh, you were, we were probably the same age, but you all look like a bunch of kids. And I thought, look at these guys. And you were so. We were talking about when we have strippers on the show and all this stuff, <laughs> and the guys in the band were like, y'all really get naked girls in there? <laughs> and I thought, you guys are rock stars. You're supposed to have naked girls everywhere. We've stayed so busy. We, we missed that point in the career because when we took Because you were in the kid. bad part of music. You were in Joan Osborne's <laughs> part of the music. Everybody's like, we were decided, you decided to respect women instead <laughs> of making uh, objectifying them. Uh, yeah, we first went out and 
my brother and I and Will got married within the first year. And I remember we looked at each other. First thing we said when we went on tour, I said, all right, everybody, have fun. Don't catch feelings. Within a year, three of us are married. No. Oh. Yeah. oh, man. Wait, do you meet your wife on the road? Yes. Oh. <laughs> you know, and nobody in the band, go, nobody reminded you of your rule. You should have taped it up on the tour bus wall. No, no fall in love. Yeah, I know. No catching feelings. Don't you think, though, that when you're a rock star, like, you are going to fall in love. You're going to meet a girl and she's going to be gorgeous. But then when you go to... Mississippi, there's going to be another one there. there. And there there are. There were, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think, once again, things were going so crazy. We wanted some kind of stability. And I think if you you know, if you know sit in the shrink's couch, we'd look at each other and go, we just wanted something normal at that point because, you know, we, did, we, didn't, we didn't have a home. Nobody had a place. You know, we were just on the road for two years straight. Yeah. It was just different. How about money? Do you get all the money? Do you, do you no, write all no. the songs? I write all the songs, so, so I get, get all that. You money. got a long, yeah, you yeah. Got and all the you guys money. do your own, uh, do your own albums and stuff, Correct. or do we your do own. now, yeah, yeah. And uh, but early on, no, we did not get the money. We uh, had a bad uh, record company deal. No, it wasn't the oh. record company. It was management. So yeah, management. Yeah. The first two records, we saw nothing of. Oh, oh, and those, you know, were pretty. Pretty Good record, <laughs> yeah. pretty big. So, what? Give me an idea. What what breaks down there? Like, yeah, like if I'm, I hear that Collective Soul say sold uh, ten million records. I assume that you have ten million dollars. I don't know why. That's just no. Problem. Well, for us, uh, we had sold six, and we came home. And we had to. We went through a lawsuit, and uh, the judge gave us one hundred and fifty bucks a week to live off of. Why? What? Who had just, the right? Just, somebody had the rights to your stuff. The that, that was the whole lawsuit. Yeah, the management, and it was signed under a production deal. So, oh man, it, it was settled. Everything's cool. You know, the, I retained my publishing, which was great. Um, you know, but the first two records were kind of a. They weren't even a wash. I mean, you know, the lawsuit cost us about a million bucks to get out of. Jesus and. But we renegotiated with Atlantic, but most of that went just to continue on recording. You yeah. Know what I'm like, so, you know how it breaks down. I mean, you, if the label gets 66 cents for every 99 cents on iTunes, that's the easiest way to, sure. to describe it. So after that, whatever the artist signs to the label, you know. Is what you get. What yeah. you get but then you have to pay on top of that. Like everybody thinks you get all these tour buses and all these things, but you have to pay for all that stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's funny to me. And I said it last night. There's this young band that's opening for us, Kick the Robot. Great young band. And I look at it, and I'm like, man, what a weird time to be in music because, you know, the public has no problem going paying $5 for coffee that they'll piss out in two hours, but right. yet they won't pay 99 cents for a song that can stay with them emotionally for the rest of their life. Now, I agree with that, okay? I happen to agree with that, but I just feel like the process now is no... Nobody's... I mean, The only place I have a CD player is my car, right. and at that point, my car can also play music off my phone, but I, I have Spotify, but I pay for the Spotify. Once again, the, and this is something that I'm about to go... Uh, I went to D.C. last year, and I'm about to go back. What happened with Spotify, once again... The, the labels came in. Spotify gave them millions. It's there's there's a non-disclosure. So right. I'm trying to figure out what how they much got. they got. They got they got millions, yeah. tens of millions. Of course. So then they set the price to Spotify and say, "Well, let's just just charge the uh, the artists only get this." Now, out of that small amount, people keep talking about songwriters and the artists, but there's producers. Sure. And everybody's just getting. There's nothing there. Yeah. And once again, I think Spotify is great. Actually, I sat down with there were four major labels about six years ago, and I told them y'all need to start something as a cable company. I said y'all could charge, you know, 10 bucks a month and in 20 years you can do like HBO. It would be 40, yeah. 50 bucks a month because right. you, you get the public used to it and they, they accept, accept it. Ed Roland invented Spotify. No, <laughs> I did not. No, I did not. I'm not, uh, I'm not that. I, just the concept and the idea right. was, sure. was there for these four majors to come together and do something like that. And once again, you know, 
somebody steps ahead and so they're trying to play catch up and to me it's just and, and the way I would resolve it is just like you do at the movies I, to me Spotify's great I, I right um, yeah what I, would you do if, as an artist now I would I would I would make it to the artist choice either three or six months the record comes out the release whatever the recording and then for three to six months you cannot get it on Spotify just like you do at the movies. You get it and you get the major. So the true fans. That's a great wanna, idea. Yeah. Want to buy it and That's a great it. idea. And so after that, it's no different than the movies. And then it gets shown on HBO or it gets shown on Showtime, whatever. Right. You know, but there has to be something because right now it's so unfair. It's, it's, it's criminal. And to even me. that's and I'm, still. And I'm going to go fight for it. And I'm even gonna, that's still going to hurt you though because. But that's the peer fair. Once peer again, Spotify is great because it's going out to so many people that you you can't reach, that labels can't reach. Right. We as band can't go tour everywhere. Yeah. Spotify is a great thing, and but once again, it it, it somehow it has to be more fair to the artist. Yeah, you you really got you really got duped when when um, Napster came out and Grokster and all those things. They said to you, "Look, we're going to steal it either way." So you might as well get and and that's when the funny industry story fell about apart. That, funny story about that. I went and met with the president of Atlantic Records when Napster and uh, Metallica were fighting. I, I flew just to have a meeting with him about that. Right. His exact words were, "That's going to go away." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, that's what everybody that's, that's burying your head in the sand and hoping yeah, it just goes away where'd it go <laughs> he meant the record industry <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ed Rowland from well, Collective Soul is here yeah I remember some of those Atlantic guys Atlantic do you remember Danny Bush do you I love know Danny, Danny Bush, Bush? Danny Bush looks like uh, if Bob Dylan was taller okay. and, and on more drugs. He was, <laughs> I mean, he was the best. The, the speedy kind of drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Not, yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. No, no, no. Danny, no, was, Danny. Uh, Danny made you want to do I, cocaine. I, I see Danny all the time. For some reason, we still run into each other. He's great. He has a distinct way of... He was a... I don't hey, even know hey, what he did. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Bush. Danny Bush. He was back... At, now, back in the great days for music was also great days for radio because people used to give us gifts to play songs, too, which was highly illegal. But we'd be going... We'd go, I remember Danny Bush... Why was that illegal? Why was that illegal? Uh, it was payola. Payola, yeah. It's a matter of whether... I, mean, I take my crew out and... Yeah. Uh, it's just like that... Uh, I never understood that. I never understood either. Keep giving me box of cash. I'll, I'll take like it all that. day long. <laughs> it, 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 Danny Hold Bush... On, let me see what you need. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a... I was a kid, man. I don't even think I was on salary yet. And we went to a record uh, convention somewhere in... Uh, I think it was New York. And I had to sleep on, the, on a cot and third guy in a room, you know? And Danny Bush said... <laughs> hey, I'm not staying in my room. You could take it. And I was like, oh, awesome, cool, because they threw a party in there one night, and then he went home. And I went up there, and I had like a three-bedroom suite. Oh, <laughs> nice. like, it always had food in there. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. Nice. Those, those are the days. What country loves Collective Soul the most besides this one? Peru. Peru? How did, does that South blow Africa, your mind? It does. You get there, and you're like, how do you people even know about us? We're from, uh, from Atlanta. We're from Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Georgia, yeah. Because you, you, know, you follow on the social media, Peru and South Africa are the two biggest markets do you have any idea why do you know what it is about the uh, south africa that made them collective soul fans honestly no i don't that, no. That, that's crazy to me no no for us too and it's it, fun you know you go down there and they still got that old school vibe of, of rock and roll and music you know they're excited about it and they, yeah you know they they get into it we love it what uh you're not married now are you oh yeah oh you are yeah. not the same chick from, no no not so no good. how many times have you been married this is my second no, oh that's not so bad no you have kids up on 10 years yeah have one from the previous one, one from the nineties, uh, <laughs> and one from the previous. How how old's your oldest one? Seventeen. What does he do? 
What does uh, he want to do? As little as possible. Yeah. He's 17 years old. Does, yeah. he, does he know that his dad's a rock star? Does he get it? He, he doesn't care. No. You know? you, cool, I got to tell I, you. I don't, I, we've never presented ourselves. Everybody in the band, Will, has three boys. And, you know, they're they're just like boys. They're embarrassed <sighs> of their dads. That's great. I, I look at my son every time he gets on my nerves. I go, you know, I'm famous. How old's your boy? He's nine. Yeah. But I need to let it sink in now. So as uh, That's a good age, I don't my fame dwindles. Wait, wait, wait till the teenage years. He only gets it now because now he gets like good tickets to go see hockey games and stuff. So he <laughs> yeah. gets it. Yeah. And like when would this bother you or is this cool? Do you get to introduce your son to bands that he likes? I do all the time. Yeah. So, so yeah, he got the. You know, we're in. Uh, actually, did this kind of group with a uh, like Slash Duff. Gene Simmons, it was some, they called it the Kings of Chaos, so right. I invited to that. How, I don't know, but I'm glad. <laughs> you know. Did you sing with him? Yeah. No kidding. So, um, uh, you know, you're in Africa and Slash calls, and I took my son, Lindsay, with me, and uh, he's like, hey, dude, you want to come to the room? You want to come to the room? I got baby lions up here. We can feed them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> baby lions? First, you're Slash. Uh-huh. Yes. Second, baby lions? Let's Let's do it. <laughs> so, yeah, he's all... Now yeah, he knows he you're get, cool. Yeah he, yeah, yeah, he loves that part of it. He doesn't care about me or... Does he like stuff. Collective Soul? Does he ever listen to... The, you ever hear catch know. him listen you know, to it? It's not like I go home and listen to that. You know, no, but so. I wonder if he... Uh, I don't he, know. I don't know if he does around, you know, at his mom's house, but... Yeah, it's not like I come home and go, Woo, can't wait to hear that shine one more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just wonder. I wonder uh, that, like, uh, my son now... Every once in a while, will listen to you? only because now, like my wife drives him to school. I used to take him all the time mm-hmm. when I did afternoons. Now that we do mornings, I uh, every he'll call me before he gets to school and goes, "Hey, I was just listening to this," or he'll say something. And I oh, think that's, that, cool. I, uh, that's kind of cool, but I know he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't care about. Yeah, because I, I Facetime Lindsay yesterday and was like, "You know, we're playing in Atlanta Saturday." And I was like, "Hey, dude, you want to come to the show?" Nah, nah <laughs> I got. Uh, and I don't oh, care. Catching the cradle, it's you know, coming back got, here. He's, Got a girlfriend now. And I yeah. Can't, but yeah, that's the whole point. I got a girlfriend. Yeah. Although, I got to tell you, I learned from the Nelson kids, don't bring your girlfriend around your dad when he's good looking. <laughs> yeah. That, the, it, one of the, Matthew, I think, said he brought a girl home. She was like a 12. And uh, he said she walked, he walked downstairs and she was like shaking and almost in tears. And he said, what's wrong? And she goes, I just saw the most beautiful man I ever saw in my life. And it was his father. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, you don't need that action. Nah. No. <laughs> Doesn't work on And how old's your uh, how old's a kid from this? Six. Uh, six. Oh, okay. So Lennon. Uh Lennon. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You see where your roots are at, buddy. That's right. Is that your uh is that your all time favorite, the Beatles? Yes. Yeah. Without a doubt. As far as a band, yes. Yeah. And uh and what do you hope how long do you think you will uh do this with collective souls? Do you see an end date? No. You know, no, we talk right? about it all the time. We look at each other and go, you know, when you start a tour and you you get exhausted in the middle. You're like, this is this is it. And yeah, yeah. You get home, and about a week later, everybody's bored, and they're like, you know, let's let's keep let's keep going. So, <laughs> I I would always imagine as long as people keep showing up, you keep doing it. You know that, and, and as long as you enjoy it, and we still do. Once again, I mean, these cats I've known forever. So, what's your favorite non-collective soul song to do? Non-collective yeah. soul song to do. Well, we used to do Crazy Train. That was fine. Nice. <laughs> um, I was waiting for you to say it was like an old uh, Beatles or Dylan no, we song. Done, well, we, did, we you do corporate gigs. We'll throw in Happy Birthday to you or whatever uh, the Beatles song. Yeah. We're trying to work in a Bad Company song on this tour. Uh, we, you know, we just go back and forth. We just. I'm just letting you know because there's a finely tuned acoustic guitar next to you in case you felt like singing something while you were here. Uh, uh, you hear <laughs> that morning, boys? Uh, I would imagine that's the sexiest. Give them that guitar there, Rob. I didn't even know there was a girl in here. 
I feel like I had to watch my mouth. <laughs> this is Ed Rowland from Collective Soul. You know, this is not a star-studded performance. You don't have to worry about it. Just give you a little bit. Yeah, sure. Drink the water from my hand And say just as you think I am Don't tilt your sun towards my domain Your cup runneth over again Turn your head now, baby, just spit me out Don't worry about, don't speak a doubt Turn your head now, baby, just spit me out mm, Baby, just spit me out mm, Baby, just spit me out I think I might like it better like that. Yeah, that is a little morning blues vocal for you. <laughs> That's good. You could do like Clapton and retool your songs in the next 10 years if you ever run out of yeah, ideas. I think we're going to keep just playing new stuff. Man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, you got to make a suggestion. Uh, the, this pick? Very John's pick? Who's doing all that? John is a guitar player in our band, and he. I, sometimes I pick that up. I'm like, this looks like a chewed fingernail. I, just, I don't know how you... <laughs> how do you even get any kind of traction uh, action? Hilarious. Listen, that was nice. Thank you for doing that. I oh, appreciate man, no, it. No the other thing you got going for you, you still got good hair, buddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I yeah. just cut it. Speaking of, my ex-wife came over. I thought she might have messed me up a little bit. No, why? Oh, she cut your hair? Next size, yeah. Oh, well, you're we're like the most functional, dysfunctional I wouldn't ever. put my ex with knife anywhere near my head at all. Uh, no, that's the thing, man. You can't really live the... you got to kind of look towards the end of a rock star lifestyle if you lose the hair. Or if you get fat or one of those things. But you're doing all right. You're hanging excited. In there, got hanging in there. Listen, it's a pleasure to have you in there today. You Collective you. Soul has got a new album out. Now, what is the name? I have the new album. What is the name of the new album? See what you started by continuing. Yeah, that's it. See what you started by continuing. It's out Friday. Friday, yeah. We played a song off of it before. I'm going to play. What's the uh, A-Y-T-A? Ada? Are you the answer? Yeah. Are you the answer? See, I don't pay attention to nothing. <laughs> it's Contagious. It's like, what's the heaviest song? Contagious. Contagious? Yeah. I'm going to play that one. Is that cool? Play it. All right, good. I like that. Got a good uh, I'll play this going to break. This is not it. Stand by. I'm playing two Collective Soul things at once. Hold on. I'm mixing. That's the same one we just did. Oh, this is good. This is... Uh... Theater, Collective Soul. It's Mike Calvin Show. Together here we stand.